Welcome to The Fix. Sit down with copywriting experts Nick O'Connor and Glenn Fisher as they review, discuss and improve real-world copy sent in by you. This is The Fix. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Fix. Uh, as you can see, I am by myself this week. Um, it's very sad. Nick is on holiday um, down in Devon. Um, I believe he's staying in a camper van that he purchased, uh, a fancy one. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, and I might try and rent one day from him. Um, but he's left me alone. Uh, so I thought I would take this opportunity to um, handle a challenge, because we've still got a few challenges outstanding. Uh, and the first one I came across um, was actually has loads of stuff and he kind of uh it's something i am quite keen on exploring so i thought i would handle that so i will get straight to it i'll read the challenge it says my name is x uh, i'm a copywriter and strategist based in x uh, who recently signed up to your newsletter i'm enjoying it and finding it a, uh, finding a great deal of value in it and that's great news uh he writes or she writes would give it away is he i'm assuming is he uh, it's quite a male name um but it says i'm struggling at the moment to self-edit uh the ideas come and i'm able to articulate and distill them into copy i'm happy with but feel it could be better when it comes to time to have another look over my mind goes blank and my eyes glaze over uh, I give myself ample time away to clear my mind and refresh my perspective, but I just can't get back into it easily at all. Do you have any advice or tips? Um, and then it goes on to describe themselves looking to get kind of into the financial publishing world, uh, learn from the best. Um, and the young... Um, you just started um and looking for the first job okay so self-editing um massive massive um skill and ability to um learn to practice uh to um to hone over your copyright career um the good news is um as you get better at it and as you are disciplined and do it more often the need for it becomes less and less uh, you will write naturally uh, in a more clip style you will uh, edit as you go along um, and it will become more inherent however to get to that stage uh, you you have to practice and you have to um, do a number of things I think in my own personal experience it's different for everyone but in my own personal experience, there's a few things uh, that you can do. So, uh, I've made some quick notes to help me prepare. First of all, before you write, there's three stages, actually, to uh, writing any piece of copy. There's the, um, and only one of them, swearing now, uh, only one of them um, involves actually writing. The first stage is always researching and preparing. Okay, if you don't do that, if you just go straight to writing, uh, you're going to create more work for you to edit. You're going to end up uh, editing more, and the need to self-edit will be much greater. Um, so the first thing before you write anything is to just make sure you're doing your prep. You're researching. Uh, that's incredibly important. 
Um, if you've not already signed up for the Pixel Accelerator, uh, seen Nick's uh, masterclass on research, you, you need to watch it. It's so um, it's so fundamental, and it's something that everybody skips over and ignores. Um, but the more research you do as a copywriter, the more successful your copy will be at the end. So you need to do the research. I'm, I'm kind of skipping over these bits because I'm going to get to the, the editing -y bit. Um, but it does all link, so it's worth saying. So you need to research. Once you've researched and got... <coughs> excuse me. Once you've researched and got all the information you need, you need to prep. You need to draft out. Um, one of the ways that I like to do that, depending on what I'm writing... But ultimately, the same methodology for everything, whether it's a small blog post, or an article, um, or a report, maybe a piece of content, um, or whether it's a long copy sales letter, looking at 10,000 word uh, video sales letter script, um, or a big news log, or something like that. Um, whatever it is, I try and draft out to some. Um, to some element what I'm going to write. And the methodology I use, I guess you could call it like contents paging. Uh, that's certainly what I call it and reference it as. Um, but all you're doing here, however big or small, is just giving you um, little subheads um, that outline, like you would a contents page in a book, little subheads that uh, direct you where you need to go. So if you're working on a small blog of, let's say, 1,200 words, I'd usually find that you need about four sections within that. So you'd need four subheadings. So each little section, uh, each little kind of 300-word section, uh, is going to have its own subhead. So I'd literally draft out, what do I want to write in that thing? So let's say I'm writing a um, content piece about the, make it easy for myself, four books that you should read as a copywriter. Each book will will have... 300 words that kind of explain it. So I'll have a little intro, so I'll just write intro, uh, which will get me in there. Um, I'll have first book and why as my subhead, second book and why, third book and why, fourth book and why, and then finish it off. So I know roughly the structure of the article. Um, if it's a longer sales piece, I might use a copyboarding exercise. I might um, go through all the objections that someone would have, and I will use each of those objections, turn them into a benefit, and that will help me structure that. But I'll do that work first before I've written any actual copy um, because then I can see where I'm going. Then I know I'm going to have to edit less later on, and that's why you do that. So do that first of all. It's a very quick way. There's more stuff you can do. But if you do at least those two things, do plenty of research and draft out, content out uh, what you're actually going to write, that will uh, enormously help the editing process later on. Once you've done that, you go to the writing itself. As much as possible, there's a million things that we've recorded, spoken about, and other people go on about all day that you can talk about how to write uh, in a more effective way. So I'm just going to skip that. But you get the main content, the main words down on the page, and you write. One piece of advice, if you've done the research, if you've done the prep, um, this will help but you want to write as unencumbered as possible. Like you want to write as freely as possible. So you can just go, you don't have to be like referring to what's that number, what's that specific fact needs to be in you and you need to write it and you need to be in the moment and you need to be uh, really down on the page doing that. Um, so if there's something stopping you, if you're having to go away and go, oh, actually, I don't know that I need to figure that out. That means you're not going to have research. 
or if you have done the research and you need to do the kind of two-tier research where you go back and research this just skip that just keep writing so just write as freely as possible then we come to the third part so you've got the research and prep is the first part of writing any piece of copy you've got the actual writing that's the second part and then the third part self-editing this is the editing process now obviously one of the best ways to edit anything is to give it to someone else uh, if you do that fine but we're talking about self-editing and that's the challenge here how can you uh, improve your um, own editing process so first thing and the reader who highlighted this pointed it out they go away from the page that's a really good thing to do to go away um, let them eat rest I would I call it um, once you've written something go away get away from it um, and then come back to it that's a really good practice I would recommend if you don't do that do that anyway uh, but then this reader's um, still doing that and coming back in the, the less inspired so how do we do that right so number one um, first thing you need to do is when you come back to it don't try and um, immediately start editing read it aloud if you can and obviously i'm thinking about like practical things here and now people i ain't got time to do this and what have you fine but if you're learning to do this and you want to get more um inherently good at doing this you need to slow down do these things um and take longer to do them to begin with and then you'll be able to get faster down the line so i'm going to treat this like you need to learn how to do this so first thing is you need to record it. Um, you need to read it aloud and record what you're reading aloud. So don't think about it at this point. Just read it aloud. Record yourself. Get an iPhone. Get the a laptop or whatever or an audio uh, recording device. Read it out. Stutter and spit and like fall over the lines. Say them wrong and what have you. Don't worry about trying to edit them at the moment. We're just learning about the process. Read it aloud. Record that. And then if you can, um, do it visually and then watch that back and see where you're stuttering, where you're stopping, uh, where, the, where you're saying words naturally that want to be said uh, and watch that process. That process, I mean, you can buy courses from a million people, buy courses from me and Nick. It's fine and it's worth doing. But that single thing of recording yourself reading out and um, watching that back will teach you so much about your own writing uh, ability, where you are, the words that you use, the phrases that you use, the syntax, all of that stuff. You'll have it there, you'll see it, and you'll see what's going on. So I would encourage you, if you only ever do it once, just do it once, just to see that process. I guarantee you'll see um, lines and um, little ticks that you've got yourself. That will be enormously useful to you. So, first things first, read it aloud, record your reading of it aloud. As you get faster, and then obviously once you've got that, you can go through and start editing and go, all oh, right, I, I stumbled over that, I need to edit that line, blah, blah. It will become uh, a, like having a third party editing your work. Um, that's what you're essentially doing in that process. As you do it more often, as you read stuff aloud and start stuttering, and you will recognize... Um, elements of your own writing and your own um, style that you in always make the same few mistakes so you can start 
eliminating those mistakes as you're writing them. And the more you do this, the more you go through that practice, you'll start to eliminate those mistakes inherently as you're writing because you know, all right, okay, I normally do that, so I'll, I'll avoid that now. So that's the, the biggest, like, fundamental. That if you only do that, I, you will guarantee you'll 100% improve your um, copy and your self-editing process. But there are more things you can do. So um, one tip I would say, um, and this comes from my musical background, but it's uh, how you write songs. Um, you take from the top every time. Uh, you take it from the top. If you are struggling to um, self-edit and you're getting bored and you're hitting a wall somewhere, the reader's going to do the same. <clears throat> They're not going to go, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll skip ahead to find out what's happening down below. No one gives you that much time. It has to be, a piece of copy has to be a constant flow. It's why I'm obsessed with rhythm and you'll always hear me going on about the actual rhythm and flow of sentences. Um, because it works like a song. If you something stops, if there was, imagine listening to a Beatles song, and all of a sudden in the middle of it, um, it's all melody and fun, and then there's just a screeching wall of noise, you would stop listening to that song. That would be like horrible. You'd be like, no, I'm not listening to any more of that. I'm not waiting to see if this three-minute noise gap in the middle of uh, Here Comes the Sun or whatever is going to like dissipate. You are stopping listening to that song, and it's the same with copy. Maybe not as an extreme, but it's um, small little minor errors where you go, okay, I've stood there, I'm not going to read on, I'm, uh, I'm, stood, uh, I'm getting bored. So you need to make it flow as possible. The way you, the only way you can do that is to start from the beginning every time. So when you then hit, you'll be editing your work, you'll go through it, uh, you hit a pause and you go, all right, I've hit a pause, I'll do the edit, make it flow onto the next sentence and then start fresh from the beginning, okay? It's longer to begin with, and it will take you longer to write this stuff and edit this way, but eventually you'll start getting faster and faster. And because you do the work now, you won't have to do as much work later on. So start from the top, every time, flow through. Um, I always tell the same story because I remember it so vividly. Uh, one of the first uh, long copy sales letters I wrote um, that uh, that worked, I, I read it through in what such a flowing... I, could, I, I knew I'd written it well and I can remember being in a cafe on the corner of Gloucester Road and uh, maybe Drake I can't remember any so something like that in Gloucester Road near my house at the time and I was in a cafe outside uh, reading the, the draft of the promo and I text uh, my publisher at the time and said we've got a winner here because I just I read 16 pages of copy without realising I'd read it and by, by whatever means I managed to follow this through and it went out the next day and flew, and it was a, like groundbreaking. And I, I'm convinced, apart from the good idea and all that kind of stuff, the flow of that copy was so strong because I was able to read it all in one go. Um, that's how all good copy should be. So start from the top uh, every time, and when as soon as you hit a problem, fix it, and then start from the top again. Okay. Um, the other thing, self-editing. Um, your intros, okay. Intros are the one of the biggest. I mean, talk about headlines being effect, but then that lead, that intro to your piece, is massive. And most of the time, um, this is one of my traits, but it's one universally a copywriting trait. Is that you, the first few lines, first paragraph or so, you will be writing that, 
to warm yourself up into the article that you can then write. So inherently, one of the main checks I do once I've written a piece is go back to it once I've been away from it and go, right, I'll start here. And I will almost, without even looking at what I've written in the first couple of paragraphs, go scroll down and find the line, probably the third, fifth kind of line, um, and think, what if it just started there? Invariably, the piece will always be stronger with it starting uh, three or four lines down from where you've actually written it in your first draft. Um, what you can often do, after, like I'm lazy, I don't want to write more stuff, that opening bit can often be moved down below um, that third, fifth or sixth line kind of thing. So, But your opening, once you're warmed up and into it, that's going to be the place the reader wants to come in. So inherently, I will just immediately go straight, as soon as I sit back down, spread through it, made some small things but now just looking and go right okay can i start um five lines down um and invariably the answer is yes so always try and do that um always try this comes from uh mark ford uh who was mentor of, uh, of ours and he used to i don't know how much he actually did it he admitted to not actually doing too much but he would just advise before you've even done anything just try and cut the piece down by 25 percent um, by that kind of methodology of thinking, what can I get rid of? I've got to, let's say, the piece is a thousand words or ten thousand words. Just knock it back down to uh, seven hundred fifty or um, seven thousand five hundred. Try and get rid of that much copy, um, just arbitrarily. What that forces you to do, if you do that, is uh, it becomes like a kind of puzzle, like a like maths exercise almost, and it forces you to just start going, well, how can I say that in fewer words? How can I condense that? As you do that, that process of actually forcing yourself to kind of almost go from not so much a, an emotional state, just a, a logic state, I need to get that sentence smaller, it starts to train your mind to cut stuff down more naturally and write in a more clipped, um, easier to digest way. Um, and it's a very good process to go through. I used to do that um, all of the time. I do it now, um, sometimes myself. All of the writers that I work with and advise, I will just say, go away and try and cut that down. Um, invariably, they'll come back, oh, no, I had to say this, or what have you. And there's usually ways you go, well, no, actually, you didn't. You could have um, gone down this way. But you start to get to that bit where you go, I've got to say this. All of that stuff where you go, I've got to say this kind of mark that because that probably wants to come up higher in your copy but that's another uh, thing to do later on um so what we looked at we've looked at uh, the intro move that uh, bring your copy up move your natural first draft intro down uh, always start from the top uh, you want to be reading aloud you want to be cutting everything by 25 percent if you can uh, you want to let the meat rest as i say um, you want to be going away from it uh, as soon as you've written it Go away, watch a movie, do something else, make a cup of tea, have a bath, uh, whatever it might be, get yourself out of that uh, frame of mind and then when you come back to it, look at it fresh. If you can, print it out, um, especially with bigger pieces. Um, you've got to be printing out and going through it. I'm afraid it's not great for the environment, but it is much better for your copy. You can't just exist in this space on a computer laptop. Um, you see different things when it's printed out in front of you. Um, it makes the edit uh, a lot uh, more tangible, makes it uh, more effective. You'll see things, you'll um, 
you'll just look at it in a different way. So print it out. And then if you can, if you, um, this reader was saying about uh, like being a bit bored by a bit, go away from your computer. Don't sit in the same space. Um, so you can see behind me, I've got a couch. I, rather than editing at my desk, I'll often go lay and sit on the couch and edit there. I will often go to the cafe and read some stuff. This is about time management, but I might print out a load of stuff that I'm editing. So in the morning, I might do my like creative work and write it all, but then I'll just shove all my editing to the side and I'll take that to the cafe later on. Let's say Nick's got a piece that I need to edit and go through. I'll go and do that in the afternoon in a different space, uh, not in my actual workspace. So try and print it out, but also read that printout and the, the tangible version of it away from where you would actually create it. All of these things are just creating different uh, mindsets where you are when you're editing, and that will help you. Um, what have I written here? Read away from... Oh, yeah, no, that was just a longer sentence. Um, these are the notes that I do. There's no preparation to this thing, really. Um, but that will help you enormously. Um, as I say, um, if you can read it aloud to someone else or record it, um, but ultimately, self we're talking about self-editing here. Um, and by the way, don't get me wrong, I love myself. I love my copy. I love my writing. Um, I read myself and I'm constantly amazed that I wrote this. I'm like, wow, who the hell am I? I didn't realize I could write stuff like this. So that's kind of good because it kind of gives you self-confidence in your copy. But it's also be aware that that makes you, makes it very easy for you to be like, oh, no, I'll keep that. Um, and, oh, no, I'm a genius. I've written this thing. I'm very aware of the fact that I like my, I'm amazed by the fact I've written stuff. And therefore, I realized that I identified that as a weakness of myself, that I need to make sure that I need to get away from the fact that I've written it. That's why I print it out. That's why I read it aloud. That's why I record myself. That's why I'll um, read it aloud to Root uh, and say, can I get your opinion on this? I'm trying to get it away from me because I am a, a, a self-admiring maniac. I don't, I don't uh, like that fact, but it's just who I am. Part of self-editing and part of understanding where your weaknesses are, it's understanding yourself and understanding if you do this thing all the time, make a note of it. Have a little list on the side of your thing. If you always get certain things wrong in your editing, make a list and then do a cold emotional emotion list then where you go through and go, right, have I done this thing again? Have I done this thing again? Have I done this thing again? It's very easy as writers to be like, oh yeah, that's impressive. I've done a nice turn of phrase there. Um, but you've got to kill your, kill your darlings. We've all heard the advice. That stuff is dangerous. So you have to try and get the self part um, as beaten down as possible and say, no, I'm going to look at this as coldly and in as different a light as possible. Uh, if you can do that, imagine it's someone else's writing. Uh, that will probably help you. So be aware of that. Um, as I say, I'm a lazy person who likes their own writing. So that is a recipe for disaster. But the fact that I've been able to be quite successful at this is proof that if you follow these things and do all this stuff, you will eventually find a much um, more competent way to self-edit and you will then inherently start writing in a more, um, or, or, or a style that 
requires less editing. Um, never give up editing. You always have to do some. Um, but you've got to do the early years. You've got to go through it and do all this stuff. Um, Nick and myself, for, for like a decade, have sat in rooms and just had our work smashed to pieces by people. Uh, and we've done all of these things that we preach uh, and, and suggest you do. Um, and only through time and through doing it over and over again and having the discipline does it become a bit more inherent. So you have to go through the time. Um, but if you do all those things, hopefully those tips are useful and they will get you uh, up to speed much faster. Um, so remember to summarize. Make sure you research and draft out first before you write anything because that will affect how much you have to edit on the other side. When you're writing, try and write as unencumbered as possible. Try and remain in the flow of the writing itself now, because that's where the musicality, the rhythm and all that natural stuff comes. The authenticity, the um, compelling nature of an argument that you're making all comes when you are unencumbered just writing and doing that stuff. I don't know why I've said the word unencumbered so many times during these videos, uh, but that's the part. Then when it comes to editing, print it out, read it out, record it, um, cut it um, with um, as dispassionately as you can. Like look at it from a very dispassionate, emotionless place. Just cut that copy and get it down as much as you can. First of all, then think about how can I excite the intro a little bit? How can I um, uh, clip things? How can I drop exclamation points through it uh, and little sentences and all that kind of stuff? That's where you do the finessing and, and what have you. But the basic rules are read aloud, record that, listen to yourself. You will literally give yourself all of the answers uh, and all of the solutions um, because you'll naturally try and fix your own uh, work as you're reading it out. So do that and you should be in a better place. Uh, there's loads of other stuff I'm sure I'm not covered and it's a thing that we'll cover again. Uh, but hopefully that's useful. Um, we will be back uh, with Nick again next week. Uh, in the meantime, if you've got copy for us to review, send it in feedback at thefixcopywriting.com. Uh, we'll look at some copy. Uh, we've got stuff coming in at the moment um, and some stuff lined up. And while I'm on it, um, you're probably watching this. Uh, Fixed Fest tickets are now live again. We only have a handful left. Um, the orders have been flying out this morning uh, since it went live. Um, as soon as they're gone, they're gone. So if you are not uh, signed up for FixFest yet, go and check it out. Uh, go to thefixfest.com uh, and tickets will be available there uh, while they are available. Uh, as soon as they are, if, they, if you go there and it says sold out, then it's sold out, unfortunately. And there is no more tickets except maybe one because there is a competition coming uh, soon. But generally tickets will be gone so hurry grab them uh and i will speak to you again soon goodbye if you enjoy the fix and want to get access to even more good stuff join the fix accelerator today get access to special masterclasses from nick and me watch expert interviews with industry legends join live copy feedback sessions every week and get connected to our very own private copy network Visit thefixaccelerator.com for more information.